0: Hi, my name is Dawn Smith Theodore. I'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in the treatment of eating disorders. I'm a former professional dancer, also a former dance studio owner in Los Angeles. I am recovered from anorexia, and I'm also the author of a book called Too Thin A Guide to Dancing Without an Eating Disorder. The Tutu Thin podcast will explore the complex relationship between dancers and athletes, their body image, and the prevention of eating disorders. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Tutu Thin Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about dancers and perfectionism. Having been a professional dancer and a perfectionist, I'm going to do my best to talk to you about dancers and perfectionism, but also recognize that I am not perfect. Dance breeds perfectionism. Perfectionism is the trait or temperament of a person who is striving for high performance standards, flawlessness, with a strong drive and motivation to achieve their goals. Temperament is the way an individual thinks, behaves, and reacts in the environment. People can be influenced by their environment as well as their genetics. The perfectionist will have self-discipline and an obsession with the end result. They're conscientious and have a great work ethic. Nothing wrong with that. Perfectionism can be the trait that drives you to attend class every day or to get up early to get your homework finished so you don't, you can go to class after school, or drives you to spend extra time in the dance studio practicing your technique, turns, a routine, and and preparing for auditions. The perfectionist is also excellent with time management skills. They're great organizers. That's how they can manage many things along with dance if they go to work, if they attend school, and then also to be able to attend dance auditions and rehearsals. The professional dancer may not be in school anymore, but they also strive for perfection. It's an important, in order to get jobs in the dance industry. So, for an example, a professional dancer may squeeze extra classes into an already jam-packed schedule to be sure that they're ready for an upcoming audition. After all, in order to get the job. They have to be the best, but once they get the job, they also can't let down because they need to be the best. And so perhaps spending almost all their waking hours in the rehearsal studio perfecting choreography and the pressure to maintain or even improve their physique continues as they know an audience audience awaits them. I like to talk about perfectionism as like chasing a rainbow. As you think about those beautiful rainbows that we see in the sky, we are never able to touch them. We can never quite reach them. Chasing the rainbow as being the best dancer or athlete is a great example. High standards that are set as a dancer or athlete will motivate the person to continue to push themselves beyond the capabilities to achieve their best goal. Have you ever heard the saying, it's never enough? That is where the dark side of perfectionism begins to rear its ugly head. There is a price of perfectionism. There's a dangerous line where perfectionism becomes problematic, and the dancer begins to lose perspective. The dark side of perfectionism begins when a dancer believes that they are no longer good enough. No matter what they do, they never measure up. The standard that the person holds is set so high that it becomes a problem. The standard is to be the perfect dancer, but that's not obtainable. The dance who has crossed that line believes that they can never make a mistake. They begin to fear that they are letting others down, including themselves, choreographers, teachers, parents, and their peers. They're not living up to the expectations that they feel others expect from them. They become hypercritical of themselves and always feel they could be doing better. Since the thoughts become very black and white, they are either I'm perfect or I'm a failure, and there's no gray area in between. Being human, that's not possible. But some of the thoughts that drive the price of perfection to an extreme are things like, I fell out of my turn going across the floor and I looked ridiculous. I know that I'm the worst one in the class because it takes me longer to pick up the choreography. I hate the way I did that combination across the floor. Everyone was staring at me, and I was horrible. I need to push myself harder, or I will never be perfect. My turnout is worse than anyone in the class. That is why the teacher never looks at me at the bar. And I completely blew the choreography, and now the choreographer is never going to want to use me again. Those are thoughts of dancers who have taken the perfectionism to an extreme, where it's become problematic, and that negative thought process will impact their performance both in a class, at an audition, or at a performance. I always like to say energy follows thought. So you got to have positive thoughts instead of negative ones. So you have to challenge these thoughts in order to change the thinking and bring you back to to more of the gray area, or being human. We're humans. We're not robots. So one of the quotes that I really like is a quote that says, a real sign of progress is when we don't punish ourselves for our imperfections. And that's really true. We are imperfect. We're perfectly imperfect. And we need to remember that We can strive to be the best that we can be, but we also have to realize that we're not always going to be perfect. Be the best dancer or athlete that you can be without putting too much pressure on yourself. Some of the ways that I like to avoid perfectionism, I like to talk about learning to dance smart. And what I mean by that is learning to take care of your body. Your body is your instrument, and it needs to be taken care of. It needs to be nourished and fueled properly. It needs to have proper sleep and rest. And if you have an injury, you need to take care of that. You can't just continue to push yourself. You need to be, strive to be the best dancer that you can be. If you're standing at the bar next to someone, or you're standing in the mirror, or at an audition, or in a rehearsal, focus on yourself. Focus on yourself in the mirror and be the best dancer that you can be, not comparing yourself to other people. Compete with only yourself and don't compare yourself to others and be proud of yourself and be proud of the accomplishments that you have and start to develop a good self-esteem. Again, starts with positive thoughts about yourself. When a teacher gives you a correction, it's not a criticism. It's a correction. They care. They want you to be the best dancer that you can be. So listen and make that correction. Say thank you to any teacher or choreographer who cares enough to give you that correction. And please remember that it's not a criticism. It is a correction. You started dancing because you were passionate about it. So dance for the enjoyment and the passion that you once started with. Recognize your accomplishments. If you had a great class, hold that in. If you did a great performance, also remember that. Don't just let it roll off your back and go on to the next accomplishment. We have to hold on to those accomplishments. And lastly, don't let the allure of being perfect steal your love of dance. That's a really important. You started dancing for a reason. You are your own unique self. You bring something very special to your dance. So find that. Use that. Be your own best self and your own unique self. Thank you again for listening to Tutu Thin Podcast. And you can always reach me at dawntheodore.com or tututhin.com. Have a great day and be your best self. But remember, we're humans. We're not perfect.